everybody, welcome to Hot Soup with the Soup Boys. My name is Manuel Esqueda. Sal Esqueda. And today we got extra spicy episode for all of y'all. Extra spicy. Yeah, I'm gonna, hold on one second, so I need to do some stretching. It's the habanero tortilla soup. Hold, stretch over there. Go over to the other, uh, to the stretching room and stretch real quick. <laughs> Are you popping? Uh, all my bones. Yeah. So much, so much stretching. Every single one of them. Oh my god, that was on my spine. Let me pop my bones. Oh man, Sal, you you need to see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that does not sound normal. That was just my neck bones. That was just <laughs> that was just your neck. That was my neck bones. They connected to my spine bones. I don't think you have that many bones in your neck. Them bones, them bones. Them bones, them bones. They used to so, call me bones. Uh, did they? Nope. Yeah, you don't seem like a bones to me. A bones, my bones. You no, know we got a. Like a bones you know bones. bones Delars. I don't. The uh, the singer for the band the Lower Class Brats. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Punk rock legend Bones Delarge. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it's Bones Delarge or Bones Delarge now. I think it's Bones Delarge actually. Google it. Yeah, with a G. I saw them. We saw them the other day. We saw a Lower Class Brats concert. Nice. Yeah, it was very intimate. It was called an intimate evening with the Lower Class Brats. Was it? Yeah, that was the name of the event. Yeah, it was at Till Two Club here in San Diego. Was there it was a, a very small venue. There was a pit, yes. Did you get in the pit? I did not get in the pit because my knees are old and fragile. Did Julian get in the pit? Our boy Julian got in the pit. And the first song he requested was the first request they took. Nice. <laughs> what song did he request? It was all. Requ- it was an all-request show, too. They played all requests. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, it was Safety Pinned and Sick. Nice. That's a good one. And he was talking about how he wanted to hear Safety Pinned and Sick all day. He does do that. Julian will talk about the song he hopes to hear, that he gets to hear before he goes to a concert. You've gone to concerts with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah you have. You have. Yeah, yeah. He always does that. He's got, the, he's got the song he wants to hear. Oh, yeah. He knows what he wants to hear before he hears it. Okay, <laughs> yes. uh, shout out to you, Julian. I don't, yeah. know if you're, I don't know if you're listening to these podcasts, but shout outs to you. Shout Love out to you, bro. Boy, Jules. Yeah. yeah. The Esqueda family loves you. <laughs> Esqueda number three. Esqueda number three, yeah. So where are we moving on? Where are we moving on? Okay, so you all stretched um, out. I'm all stretched out. You got your ham did you do your hammies? Of course I did my hammies. You don't want to pull something. Did you go into the butterfly position and do your inner thighs? All of that. I did all, all right. of my stretches. I did that thing that where you spin your arms around that they make you do in gym class. Did you that, do that? <laughs> <laughs> that you don't really know what it does, but you do it anyway. Did you do that thing where you lay on your back and push your push your torso up like a crab and walk like a crab? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, but I didn't do that one. You want to take a minute to do that real quick? Nah, I think we'll be good. Well, I give a shout out to our sponsor, ZipRecruiter. <laughs> I wish. ZipRecruiter, hit us up. <laughs> hit us up, ZipRecruiter. We'll get you people. Really, at, any, at, at this point, anybody hit us up. ExtremeRestraints.com, hit us up. ExtremeRestraints. You guys did a lot of stuff for the McElroy brothers. Maybe you can do some stuff for us. Adam and Eve. Yeah, we'll write a jingle. <laughs> Wait, did Extreme Restraints really do stuff for the McElroy brothers? Yeah, in the early days of my brother, my brother and me. They, is that um, like is that like a bondage, like S and M restraint thing? Dude, you tell me. ExtremeRestraints.com. <laughs> what the fuck? What do they do? What is, what is Extreme? I'm about to go to Extreme they, Restraints. They sell bondage and bondage. Gear. Oh, it is. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was asking. Yeah. They they made us. They made a jingle for them. They did. <laughs> We made a few jingles for them. Yeah, we'll make jingles. We'll make such good yeah. jingles. No, for a fact, we'll make a. We'll, we'll we will pull a Hannibal Burrs and make jingles for any anybody who who sponsors this podcast. Did you know that Hannibal Burrs also makes jingles? Yes, he does make jingles. 
Yeah. All right, that's enough advertising of other podcasts. So, um, do we want to start with President Trump's hour, or should we start that somewhere else? Uh, I feel like I feel like we should start with President Trump just to get it out of the way. All right, yeah, sure. If you want to start with President Trump, then let's, you you're the boss on this one. Okay. Um, or were you thinking something else? No, no, no. Go for it. Let's just get right into it. So, I was really hoping that we could keep President Trump uh, specifically out of our podcast, out of this this podcast, because I try to kind of distance myself away from his news. If you know what I mean, um, I find it keeps me a little bit more sane if I keep a bit more distance from him. But if I've definitely paid... turned off the alerts by now. Mm-hmm. But if you've paid any attention to like the last week, there's no way to avoid what has been going on, you know. Mm-hmm. So this week, President Trump met with Putin at Helsinki in a closed off room with no Helsinki one but Helsinki their... stinky. For the Helsinki stinky, for the stinky in Helsinki. The stinky in Helsinki. Um, <laughs> That's what it was, dude. That was President Trump. The stinky in Helsinki. Yeah, they met in a closed room with no one but their translators. And they spoke for two hours. And then they came out to answer questions. If you've heard anything at all, the big question that came out uh, was when Comrade Trump was asked if he thought <laughs> Putin had any interference with the election. Trump said he held both countries responsible and said the U.S. is foolish and we are all to blame, saying there was no collusion. Um, there's more to this than that, but just off of that statement right there, Sal, what are, what are you thinking? Well, he's he's just also just by, by saying that, he's just kind of um, going against what all our intelligence agencies have said too, you know, so which he's, he's always been, um, he's been constantly feuding with the FBI and the CIA. Mm-hmm. And not so, only that, this who is... Who both agree is, that, 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 that Russia had colluded um, to get Trump elected, that, that Russia did collude on the election. This was said after last week's jury indictment of 12 Russian intelligence officers for their alleged role in committing cyber crimes to interfere with the 2016 election. The indictment charges 12 Russians by name. And yeah, there's been and one arrest to it. And he's been denying it since the beginning, so I don't know why. Like, he's been going against them, and he's already had, he's already had issues with both of those bureaus. Mm-hmm. Also, did With you the read mood? the did you read the tweets that came out? Did you read his tweets shortly after too? No, no. Go ahead and tell me the tweets. Oh, yeah. I have like just random facts from the from random the thing, factors. But yeah, I don't just have any a quick tweets. one after that he tweeted on July nineteenth at six twenty four in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the summit doesn't he stay up until like three in the morning? Or does does Donald Trump go to bed early? You think? Uh, no, he stays up late. He stays he goes, up late. He wakes tweeting, up. right? He wakes up late too, though. Is what He's I on speed. What I that's right, because Donald Trump is on speed. Obviously, yeah. I always forget that. That's like Joe Rogan says has said it, and I think it's true. Donald Trump has definitely got to be on speed. He's on something. He's on fucking time. speed. The summit with Russia. Oh, sorry. Here it is. Donald Trump tweets. Um, the summit with Russia was a great success, except with the real enemy of the people, the fake news media. I look forward to our Ooh. second meeting so that we can start implementing some of the many things discussed, including stopping terrorism. Security for Israel, nuclear, and then it goes dot 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 as that's the end of the tweet, and it continues. Um, nuclear proliferation, cyber attacks, trade, Ukraine, Middle East, peace, North Middle East peace, North Korea, and more. There are more. There are many answers. Some easy, some hard to these. Some hard to these problems. But wait, I'm 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 actually not misreading this. It's just badly written. So so, but <laughs> no, so it, it says there like are the many answers. Yeah, yeah, there are many. Let me let me get this through this last sentence. There are many <laughs> answers, some easy and some hard to these problems. Ah, but they can all be solved. Okay, I guess I guess I understand what he what he was trying to say there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking idiot. Um, and then I, I'm surprised he didn't mention Mano Salvatrucha in this in yeah. this in that second part. 
And Hillary's emails along And Hillary's them. emails. North Korea, <laughs> cyber attacks, trade, Ukraine, Middle East peace, Hillary's Where's emails. Where's the server? Where's the server? Manus Salvatrucha, <laughs> Mexicans, Mexicans in Manus Salvatrucha. Mexican Puerto Ricans keep taking our money to break lights again. Mexicans. Also, actually, just now at 10.34 p.m. Uh, on the 19th, according to the Associated Press on Twitter, uh, White House, Trump asks national security advisors to invite Putin to Washington for fall meeting discussion underway. Oh. These is nice, tweeted, these two moving faster than Justin and Haley. <laughs> Shout out, Jesus. Um, So when Putin was asked about meddling, he said, you can, uh, he, he said, can meddling. you name me as... He goes, he goes, <laughs> he said, meddling. Exactly. He said that first. And then he said, can you name a single fact that proves collusion? This is nonsense. Uh, while he said this, Trump stared deep into the president's eyes while listening to every sensual word that came out of his lips. <laughs> I, I'm adding things for flavor. I wrote this down. If you if you don't, if, if you weren't certain. Putin also said he would allow Russian authorities to question the indicted officers with Mueller's team present. But the condition is that Russians must be allowed to interrogate U.S. intelligence agencies. And Trump said that he loved the idea and called it inc an incredible offer. So now he's inviting a foreign a foreign agencies to interrogate our own agents. Ugh. Which is just like, how could you think that's a good idea? It's like Trump, I mean, Putin plays with his pawn and Trump puts his queen on the, in the line every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, especially Mulder. Mulder is the, uh, he's the guy, he's the, he's the main guy going after Trump and, uh, and investigating the Russian collusion too. Mulder, Mulder. Mulder, Mulder is from the X-Files. Sorry, Mulder, 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 yeah. Yeah. So going back to the top question of the summit, they asked, would you now, with the whole world watching, tell President Putin, would you denounce what happened in 2016 and would you warn him to never do it again? Trump said, my people have my people came to me and told me they think it's Russia. I have President Putin. He just said, it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. Uh, I have great confidence in my people, but I will tell you, Senpai Putin was extremely strong, powerful, and handsome in his denial. Today. Did he really say handsome? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> he, he also didn't say Senpai Putin. Senpai. <laughs> these are my, this is my extra flavor. <laughs> All right, okay, gotcha. You gotta say it with like a Japanese accent, a problematic senpai. one. Senpai? <laughs> Notice me, Senpai. Notice, Notice me, Senpai. Me, senpai. Putin. Notice me. Yeah, will Senpai exactly. Putin be at the summit? Oh, Senpai Putin looks so cute today. Senpai Putin, Senpai Putin. <laughs> senpai Putin looks so cool. Daisuke Senpai Putin. <laughs> mm -hmm. Senpai Kakoi, Senpai Putin. After the heart, after the heart emojis disappeared from Trump's <laughs> eyes, uh, he then continued to talk about Hillary's emails. So literally everyone said this is nothing short of treasonous. It came from members of his own party and the left. And even Fox News had to admit it was completely ridiculous. White House officials are keenly aware that it didn't go well. His words stand in stark contrast to what his own advisors have been saying. That's what you said, Sal. Uh, all of his advisors are telling him that Russia had something to do with it. And he just came out, uh, was completely blinded by Putin's strength and just shat the bed, you know? He's like, Putin, your strength, your strength is so powerful. I'm blinded by your strength. The chiselness, how chiseled your nipples are. How do you get your, your, nipples, so your chiseled. chiseled nipples? 
Like, straight up, no American has ever seen anything like that. They are Jungle the most Rather. fantastic nipples I've ever seen. <laughs> they, are, they are definitely the tastiest, most delicious nipples. Let me just play with them a little bit. <laughs> Although he never lets me touch them. Like, he's like, no, you can only look. Yeah, he, he ties them up and just keeps his mouth just just a hair's just width a away from the nipples. Putin, Putin nipple torture. He's such a tease. <laughs> <laughs> President Trump would rather get closer to the Kremlin then get closer to his Western allies and continues to insult the European Union and Germany and even its own his, his own country, which is the United States, apparently. <laughs> apparently. But, apparently, yeah, is what I keep being told. Up to date, Robert Mueller's investigation into possible coordination between the Trump campaign and Russia has brought criminal proceedings against 32 people and three Russian organizations. And it sentenced one person to prison all in just 14 months. President Donald Trump said uh, Tuesday that he accepts the assessment of the U.S. intelligence community that Russia was behind a campaign of cyber attacks intended to impact the outcome of the 2016 U.S. presidential election, reversing course from what a day earlier he saw no reason why the Kremlin might have launched such an attack. So literally... In one day, he flip flopped from. He's from, waffling, uh, and I feel like there was a story in between where he was um he was just saying something in between where he was um he was no he was he didn't even flip flop he said that they misunderstood him. Ah yes yes yes. He was right. even saying that right he here. was misunderstood. He's like, no, I didn't flip flop. You just didn't hear what I said. You just you guys are wild buns. Clean out you your ears, America. <laughs> your ears are buns, America. I got the quote right here to give you the exact quote. He said, let me begin by saying that once again, the full faith and support for America's intelligence agencies. I have a full faith in our intelligence agencies. And I'm reading verbatim. It's just whenever you quote Trump, you sound like a fool. <laughs> Trump told reporters at the top of the White House meeting on Tuesday, let me be totally clear in saying that. And I've said this many times. I accept our intelligence community's conclusion that Russia's meddling in the 2016 election took place could be other people also. <laughs> he continues, I actually went out what and interviewed What the fuck a clip. are you saying, my guy? Exactly. Like, it's like everything he says is just like, please, just, just stop speaking on speed. He said, I actually went out and reviewed a clip of an answer that I gave. And I realized that there is need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious. But I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. And then he's like, once so, again. Yeah, he does. He says, so just to repeat it, <laughs> I said the word would instead of wouldn't. And the sentence would. should have been. <laughs> Trump then giggled and said would and then continued with the sentence. And I thought it would be maybe a little bit unclear on the transcript or unclear on the actual video. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be Russia. Sort of a double negative. So you can put that in. And I think that probably clarifies things pretty good by itself. Oh, God. <laughs> and that took that took as long as the as the Helsinki summit. Just what to say, uh, too. Uh, hopefully, I don't know. Everything this man says is just... It's just horseshit, you know? <laughs> There's nothing this man says that isn't horseshit. He's like, Putin just He's... said it's not Russia, so I just said that Putin said it's not Russia. You know, you want to call him and his team spin doctors, but they're too stupid to be spin doctors, you know what I mean? Like, it just happens that the people that support him somehow buy this spin. They like spin CNAs, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Along with that, so so there's this. Not there's even spin of... nurses. No, no. Not no, even no, spin no, nurses. They're spin janitors, man. Spin janitors, yeah. Not even they. They're not even in the medical. You know what? Profession. No, they're just they're just they're just spin shit. I don't want to fucking talk shit about janitors. Janitors work hard. Janitors are shout out to janitors out there. Mm-hmm. If you're a janitor, thank you for working hard. Yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, Hot Soup, the official podcast of janitors everywhere. Welcome back to Janitor Talk 2007. You know, we had a really nice janitor at the uh, Smoking Goat where I used to work. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just shout outs to you, Joaquin. Joaquin used to work mm-hmm. really hard every day. He'd get that toilet really clean. And, yeah, you know, shout outs to Joaquin. Sick. Sick. <laughs> great, great. Don great Joaquin. Section, Don Joaquin. Okay. So, <laughs> along with that, there's all of this going on. And literally right in the middle of this, um, there's, a separ- there's a separate FBI investigation on a Russian gun rights activist who's linked to the NRA. I don't know anything about uh, this. Yeah, this happened on the 17th. This person was arrested on charges that she acted as a Kremlin agent. She crossed paths with Trump Jr. in Trump July of 2015. <sighs> what we appear to have here is a plan to influence the Republican Party to be friendlier to Russia based on the perceptive and accurate insight that the Republican Party is extremely beholden to the NRA. So keep in mind uh, that this was months before Donald Trump entered the race and when most believe the GOP would choose a more traditional nominee. Um, As for who was ultimately behind it, a more recent government filing also mentioned that uh, Butina, which is the name of the alleged spy, uh, is referring to a particular funder who has had deep ties to the Russian presidential administration. Uh, this is not Torshin, but rather a Russian oligarch who has a net worth, Forbes estimates, at $1.2 billion, and we don't know this person's identity yet. Uh, but the person who has been charged with uh, being a Russian agent, her name is Butina, and she has been charged with two counts, conspiracy and acting as an agent of a foreign government, Without informing the attorney, without informing the attorney general, uh, on Wednesday she pleaded guilty. She pleaded not guilty to both. She's pulling the pulling the Trump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So pretty much what we have here, like I said, is uh, is just a woman trying to make trying to influence the um, Republican Party through the NRA. Yeah, and uh, which is a very good way to influence the Republican Party. No, it's an excellent way to influence. The yeah, Republican yeah, they've been Party. doing their research. You've done your research, Russia. Yeah, Butina. These are the two things that are really blowing up right now in the social media circle. Uh, Trump and the Mueller investigation, Trump's apparent treasonous words, this FBI investigation to Miss Butina. It's it's pretty wild, man. (laughs) The Mueller investigation um, files are available to people to read. I suggest you read them. I'm not going to get into details about that right now um, because that would be a little bit boring. But I advise everyone to check it out because <laughs> it's it's some wild stuff going on in the United States right now. Honestly, like it feels it feels like we're right back into the Cold War kind of situation. Oh, again. yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like we're, we're, we're worried about Russians. But with the Cold War, it was the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously. So now it's just it's a different kind of Russia now. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's no longer Soviet, you know? Yeah, it's just Russia. Um, but that's pretty much everything I have on Trump at the moment, man. All I know is that this shit is fucking wild. Now that we're done with that obvious uh, thing that we have to talk about, let's move forward. You got anything uh, worth mentioning, Sal? Um, let's see. We got some local news. 
Okay, what's the local news? We got some local San Diego news on some stuff that uh on the store on a story that I saw developing with someone I know actually. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there was a there was a, vi- a local video that's been going viral on um in jujitsu circles, and you know probably it's probably been growing as people have like been retweeting it. But I got to see this one in uh in the morning when it first came up, and there were only like about twenty twenty people have seen the video, but. By the end of the day, a news article is written on the Union Tribune, and it reads, The man suspected of burglarizing a City Heights home on Monday likely regretted his decision after a resident, who happens to also be an experienced martial arts fighter, spotted him and took him down. There's a video of the incident recorded by a neighbor that's gone, that had gone viral by 7 p.m. on Monday uh, with 86,000 views. Sergio Hernandez and his father had just returned from a trip to a mechanic when he spotted a stranger in the backyard of the 40th Street property, um, it was shocking, Hernandez said. He was just standing there inside my yard. When Hernandez asked the man what he was doing, he said he was running from a dog. That's when Hernandez noticed the nearby window was open and the screen was on the ground. And then, you know, at this point, pretty much, the, the man bolted away and Hernandez chased him down. And he actually was able to uh, was able to do an uchimada on him, which, uh, if you know anything about that, is very difficult to pull off. Judo move, right? A judo move, yeah, the, the judo move. <laughs> not just any judo move he got him with the judo move that you want to get someone with so if put you him think, on the ground if you think about judo if you've seen any japanese cartoons there's always a judo practitioner if you've ever seen a judo practitioner do a throw in an anime that's what it looks like yeah yeah it's the anime throw it's exactly that it's the one where you like grab the person's like wrist collar and, and collar or and sleeve and collar yeah and you kind of like go hip to hip and turn around and toss them over your shoulder it's like the it's very much like the stereotypical shoulder toss. You know, there's a lot of subtle differences between all of them. But to the layman, they all just pretty much look the same. But he basically just shoulder tosses this guy. He chases him down, shoulder tosses him on the ground, and puts him in a triangle hold, which is basically a, a move where you choke a guy with your legs. Mm-hmm. Leg. That, was a, that, was a crunchy, that was a crunchy triangle hold he had him in. That guy was not getting out of it. Well, no, to be honest, like Sergio, Sergio's kind of like a triangle hold specialist. Like that's that's his move too. Is it? That's his specialty. And he got him in that weird. He got him in a weird sideways triangle choke, which is actually like even more Sergio's specialty. So like Sergio knows how to choke you from that. But if he can get you in that position, which should not be an easy thing to do on the streets, but I guess Sergio is a black belt. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing to mention. Sergio <laughs> is a ju- jujitsu black belt of twelve. Yeah, he's been training. He's been practicing jujitsu for about thirteen years now. And honestly, I don't know what his uh, I don't it's it does say MMA fighter in the uh, in the video, which kind of bothers me because I don't know if Sergio I don't know if Sergio's ever really done MMA. He probably does have some sort of MMA background, but he's definitely mainly a jujitsu a jujitsu guy. I think he's a jujitsu black belt and all his professional competitions. He's a professional competitor, and over the last five years, they've all they've all just been jujitsu competitions. I think the reason why the media would say MMA fighters because that's what people can like identify with at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And then his, anyway, so it took at least five minutes for the cops to show up, which isn't that bad actually. You know, five minutes that's is pretty, pretty average. Good. That's, that's average time. That's average. I feel like that's fast for them in the yeah, hood. Yeah. This is in the hood, mind you. Uh, okay, so yeah, that's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn quick. And then I guess like I guess if you tell them that you already caught the guy, do they show up faster? Who knows. <sighs> As a, I did, you know, I did LP in New York and stuff. What's LP? Uh, loss prevention. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I did loss prevention in New York and I did undercover work with that. And we, we pretty much only called the cops when we had someone in our office and whatnot. Yeah, and but you cops. were in like Times Square, weren't you? No, one was on 34th Street, one was in Soho, one was in Queens. And those are my three home stores. But then because I was a G, they would have me travel to help other stores and whatnot. 
Um, but in any of those situations, whenever someone was caught and accepted to go to the back with us, uh, the cops would take up to an hour sometime. And like, someone would just be sitting there for an hour waiting for the cops to come get them. Yeah, pretty much, which is wild to me. Because <laughs> they, what, what would you have done if they had just tried to leave? I let them go. If they were just like, you know I'm, what, fuck this. I don't want to wait for the cops. Fuck you. I'm out of here. As LP, I'm not police. Yeah, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? That's why I said if they accepted to go to the back with us, because we use like, we, we, we use a special language to get people to to go to the back with us, you know what I mean? But at any point, uh, if you guys do shoplifting at any point when you are shoplifting, if they stop you at the door, um, you can just walk right away. They have no right to touch you. They have no right to check your bag. They have no rights to do anything to you. So if you want to shoplift, you're pretty much welcome to do it. Unless there's like an actual police officer there, there's nothing that, that the store can do to stop you. So pretty much shoplifting is legal in America as long as the cops don't see you, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Or not legal, but it's allowed. You know, shoplifting is allowed. It just depends what store you go to. Um, and like is there some any store where they much, can tackle you? I mean, they're not supposed to tackle you in any store. I'm saying there are stores that do tackle you. <laughs> like Uniqlo, they they'll they'll wrap you up in Uniqlo. Um, they'll wrap you up at Macy's. What does at wrap Macy's, you up mean? I, I'm just uh, to. That's a football term. To wrap someone up would be like to do a good tackle with your shoulder and wrap around their waist. Really? I mean, in football. No, I mean at Macy's. They'll do that to you at Macy's. Oh, they'll you fuck you up at Macy's, dog. They got they you got, got animals of, doing security at Macy's. Dude, they got beasts in Macy's, son. They got the hard body <laughs> crew. Yeah, I forgot where uh, I forgot what store Jose, my buddy um, Jose worked at. Shout out to you, Jose. Um, but he was a security for a different store, and it's the same thing. I mean, we both got videos of like these hard body situations of um, you guys spiking spiking people's heads into I, the ground i never worked in i never worked in that store he's got videos of that and i got videos of other security guards in my dip, in my store who took it upon themselves to to like grab motherfuckers um i never did that but they got in trouble didn't they for grabbing motherfuckers or some people do some people don't uh-huh. I mean, so there is a risk. So the security guard might be a hero. You know, you you don't know if your security guard at the store that you're trying to shoplift that is a hero. So exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. But if you're intelligent, um, and they and they grab you, um, and they hurt you even a little bit, Just you're in the United States, home of the home of the lawsuit, baby. Yeah. So um, you got hurt. You know <clears throat> what I'm saying? And if and if they grab you and you weren't shoplifting, woo, woo, <laughs> ooh, buddy. Talk about winning the lottery. We won't even have the podcast anymore. Oh, no. If I get caught by by LP not stealing, oh, baby. (laughs) They tackle you not stealing. The gap is going to the gap is going to like be my new my new paycheck for the rest of my life. So that's what I'm so what I'm saying here, you guys, is as long as you're not dealing with any in any heroes, you're free to shoplift whatever you want. Go ahead. Take what you want. You know, you know, just shoplift from Walmart. If you want to not deal with heroes, you can straight up walk out with a TV from Walmart. Yeah. But I mean, so 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 I went over this. We just went over this and the benefits of shoplifting (laughs) real quick. Real quick, I want to talk about the negatives of shoplifting because there's many people out there who will shoplift thinking that they that they deserve it or that... Um, karma. Is one of them karma? No, 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 no. Or thinking that like it only affects the store. But the reality is that we live in a capitalist society. So the company in and of itself is never going to be affected. The only people you affect when you shoplift is the, the single mom who works at Walmart or works at Old Navy. Um... The college student who's trying to like 
get some extra money. Um, that's the only people you're affecting because the money gets taken away from the store's budget. And this goes around for every store. And if we don't have enough money, we can't give hours. Um, well, not we. If they don't have enough money, they can't give hours. If they get stolen from too much, they might even have to close down the store because they can't afford to, to keep running. So just keep that in mind. You're not you're not fucking the man when you're stealing. You're only fucking um, lower level employees because managers and securities they're gonna they're gonna keep their forty hours a week. But any part time employee is just gonna lose hours because of the situation. You know what? But just steal from Walmart because they're probably not gonna close down. And if they do, is that really so bad? Is that really so bad? I mean, but think of the workers, Sal. They'll get another job. <laughs> no one even wants to work at Walmart. The economy will fix itself. You know, the market, you just trust, you got to trust in the market. Okay. I'll let you think that. Agree to disagree. Don't, my point is actually don't shoplift, but I guess Sal's point is shoplift until shoplift. there's no more businesses. Fuck the man. Steal that shit. But you're not fucking the man. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking the people. That's my no. point. You're fucking, you're fucking your fellow man, not the man with the Walmart's, capital Walmart's Walmart's budget is very big. Don't worry, guys. Walmart's budget is very big. You go in there and you go get, you go get those plungers. You go get those big cans of the organic peanut butter that you like. All right, you've convinced me. Let's go shoplift at Walmart. Take the tampons. Yeah, let's go stay take a bunch of tampons. tampons and donate them to a women's, uh, to a women's shelter. All right. Well, I think this goof's gone on long enough. For so, sure. Where was that? Where was that? Yeah, we're talking about Hernandez. The police got there in five minutes. Uh, it may not seem like a long time, but when you're holding a giant guy who's trying not to go to jail, it feels like forever. And to be fair, yeah, Hernandez is a Hernandez is a skinny dude. You know, he's yeah, tall, but he's, like, video, he's like a lanky Fred Astaire body kind of guy. You know, if you see the video, the guy who was trying to rob from them, he's a pretty pretty hefty dude. He's like fifty pounds heavier than him. You know, which makes a difference. Uh, and also, when he's not honing his fighter skills, either in the ring or against suspected criminals, he's also tattooing with his wife at their shop at Pop's Tattoo in City Heights. Suspected what? Uh, sorry, he's also oh against suspected, suspected criminals. Criminals? Crim- criminals. Oh, criminals. Criminal. <laughs> you know, I'm a criminal. <laughs> uh, you think that's what he expected to hear when he asked him, "What are you doing?" The guy was gonna be like, "Oh, well, I'm just a criminal." Hopefully. I yeah. would expect that. Nah, the guy said. said he was running from a dog. You know, he fucked up the window, and he's like, "I like when he when you actually watch the tattoo when you watch the tattoo when you watch the uh, the video." He's like, "Yeah, that's my Abba's house." Like, I saw the guy yeah, bringing yeah. to my Abba's house, and there was actually some funny um some funny reactions on the internet to it too. One second, let me go get it. As the story was growing, oh yeah. So as I was saying, I woke up in the morning and I saw this story. I woke up in the morning and I saw this story when it was brand new. Before it was even a story, because I actually, I actually personally know Sergio as he trains. Uh, he trains under Barrett Yoshida. Shout outs to Barrett. Shout out to Barrett. What's the name of that gym? Uh, the Arena. The Arena. So if you want to train with a real American hero, <laughs> go to the Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so uh, so like to also be fair, like the guy he did this in flip flops too. If you notice the video, he's wearing the Adidas flip flops. Oh yeah, for the culture. For the culture, yeah. So someone on someone tweeted a picture of the Adidas and they changed the caption of the name to the "That's my Apaz, that's my Apaz house full 12s." <laughs> so those are those are not known as the "That's my Apaz house full 12s." He's wearing the the custom my Apaz. Yeah, he's wearing the custom my Apaz. I was like, oh, you got the my Apaz. On. You got <laughs> the my Apaz 12s. That's fire. The my- <laughs> damn fool, damn fool. That's some fire right there on those toes. The Mayapa 12. And then someone else texted uh, at Walker the Kid MMA. If dude runs you down in slides, you deserve whatever you get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got chased down in slides, homie? You got chased down in house shoes, fool? Yeah, yeah, which is fair. Someone else tweeted, uh, another guy tweeted that uh, 
a cholo who uh, a cholo who knows jujitsu is very scary. Give them give. What are these Twitter handles? I actually forgot the last Twitter handle, but this one the last one was Brett Nolan. All right, Shot, give make sure to give the credit where. And the other one was a uh, yeah, and the the the, the Mayapaz house fools was a uh, Jordy the Stash at Jordy the Stash. Jordy the Stash with the hot with the hot Mayapa twelves. Yeah, but the hot Mayapa twelves. <laughs> So this is going to go back to, uh, I'm going to use this as a lead up to something that I posted on Facebook uh, today. Um, we're talking about some local news going on in San Diego. Maybe uh, it, this, this got reported on by a few people, but maybe not by like a lot of mainstream media. Like if you live in New York, you probably didn't hear about this, I'm assuming. Or maybe you did because it was trending. I want to send out an invitation to anybody out there, any anybody like Girl Independent Ladies or Blonde Bar or any... Any influences out there that may have had or may have some uh, some situation, especially similar to this or very or similar to what happened with Blonde Bar, uh, we want to hear from you guys. Uh, we want to hear from what you what's going on in your scene, and so we can we can voice it in some way or another. What do you think, Sal? I hadn't talked to Sal about this yet. Uh, what do you think about that idea, Sal? Oh yeah, no, that sounds good. That sounds exactly like the type of thing we should be doing. Nice. And if you guys have a Skype, if you guys have Skype. And a half decent microphone and recording software. You can you can even join us for 10, 20 minutes and talk to us about what's going on with, with y'all in, in your scene. Minorities to the front of the line, obviously. Yeah. I was going to say people of color, LGBTQ and women, but I think minorities covers that, right? Yeah, let's just go with that. Yeah, minorities to the front of the line for this situation. So we're discriminating against white men. Go. Yeah, specifically. Go march for your right. I mean, y'all have enough outlets, is my point. We're not discriminating. We're bringing outlets for minorities who don't have an outlet. There you uh, go. Because everything is made for white men, by white men. You got enough stuff to uh, to say your news. But actually... Is my, is, is my point when I say it. I don't know about actually. you, Sal. <laughs> oh, yeah. But actually, we're going to have a but actually in a second. That, that, that. Are we about to talk about but actually Elon Musk? <laughs> oh baby, <laughs> oh baby. Now on Musk Watch. Um, yeah, we're gonna come back to Musk. <laughs> uh, little, uh, we're gonna touch back on Musk, I suppose. I didn't, I didn't expect you to be the one to drop it. I thought I was gonna be the one to bring Musk it. sightings, Muskings. We can't say Musk Watch. There's already a thing called Musk Watch. All right, what, what can we, what can we Musk call it? View, Musk view, Musk view, Musk view. Does that sound good? No, huh? Nah, Musk watch really rings to it. Musk watch rings. How about Musk, the, Musk radar, Musk dar? Um, Hit up the Musk, Musk news, Musk news. All right, let's go with some Musk news. Elon news, Musk news. How about Musk no news? Musk media. Musk media. He probably boop, already, boop, he probably boop, owns boop, boop, boop. Musk media. Actually, yeah, you're probably right. All right, well, so we got some information on the Musk. Yeah, let's talk about uh, Musk. Yeah, let's talk about this Musk. <laughs> Let me tell you about this Musk I got. Yeah, so there's this guy called Musk, and uh, we were we were talking about him last time. Uh, was that was that last episode or first episode? That was the last episode with the, uh, so the, the Thai boy rescue. He, Elon Musk's heroic um, efforts to rescue the Thai soccer boy, the Thai boar soccer team out of the cave. Specifically. Elon now this was a soccer team called brave, brave the Boars, not a soccer team made up of trained Boars. Or or people who are Boars, you know. Or, or just, when you talk to them, yeah, they're Boars, people. you know what I mean? They're not very eloquent or charismatic, but they're very skilled at soccer. 
Yeah, that's pretty much all they talk about, the which worst, is what makes yeah, it a bore. boring. Yeah. You can only talk about soccer so much before you want to talk about anything else. Do you think that's, that's, actually, <laughs> that's actually probably why that soccer team was called the Boars? Mm. Such a bore. It's a bore. I mean, this is why we jump from su- subject to subject so quickly, because it because we know better. You know what's not boring? Uh, well, you know, I, I know what's not boring. Having a set amount, having a predetermined conversation in your head before you go to dinner parties because you're not a bore and a rude piece of shit that's right i'm calling you out trevor you fucking you when you come to my dinner parties you have a list of pre-prepared conversations so that you're not a boring sack of shit you heard it here first fuck you trevor fuck trevor that sounds like a german name too this isn't a real person that i was know just off the cuff i know that was off the cuff <laughs> you should uh, i recommend so flashcards for what oh for conversation <laughs> starters and icebreakers all right trevor you hear that? Flashcards. Think Chef about Sal, cooking it up. Think about stuff before you go on a date or before you go to a dinner party. You be polite and you think about stuff to talk about because yeah. people are going to be talking to you and you don't want to be the boring guy at the party. Nope, because the boring guy is not getting laid. Yeah, or you're just going to be boring. Nobody likes that. No one likes that. Mm-hmm. No one's going to touch your penis if you're boring. Yeah, yeah. No male or female. Because that's the most important thing. Or or dog. Not even dogs. Or non-identifying. Touch your, touch your penis if you're boring. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Good luck getting a pee-pee touch. I'm a real exciting guy. I can't keep these dogs off me when I go out in the street. All I feel right. like every dog just wants to... <laughs> all right, you're going to have to... We're going <laughs> to... That's, that's, let's dial it back now. Or let's go back to what we were... You want to do a segment on the, on the, on the meaty, aromatic... Uh, Welcome back to like Dog Dick. <laughs> Welcome back to Dog dog Watch. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to all my right, dog's so... favorite dick. <laughs> all right, so we've been changing... We've been off the rails a lot, uh, enough. Let's go back to Musk. Tell me all about that. Tell me all about that, Musk baby. Oh, you want me to talk about it? Okay, you're the one who brought it up. So, uh, I'm 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 reading off of BuzzFeed News right here. Uh, your number one source for for Musk related information. E, uh, it the 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 title of the article says Elon Musk didn't help save the Thai boys. Now he's attacking someone who did. And there's a quote from his Twitter. It says, "Sorry, pedo guy, you did ask for it." Oh, I saw bi- that. Yeah, yeah, that was. This I is saw a that. Billionaire. Yes. This is a billionaire. This is a billionaire. This is a billionaire. <laughs> Let me repeat that. This is a billionaire who is going out of his way to get into petty arguments on Twitter. Why do you call like, him? I mean, you know who our president is, right? <sighs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so Elon Musk is attacking a diver who helped rescue uh, a group, the group of teenage boys from the Thai caves last week after the rescuer criticized Musk's stupid mini submarine uh which he designed to help with the mission out of rocket parts out of rocket parts now when we say this um we don't want to say people shouldn't try to help uh people should always try to help but by the end of the day this is a stupid idea um and then musk got all up in his feelings about it when the diver said it was just a pr stunt that's what the diver said Musk's ideas weren't going to help anyone. He came in on day four of a five-day yeah, of a five-day rescue mission. That's what I was saying. He comes in when they had they, they had already like gotten like over half of the soccer team out of the uh, out of the cave by the time he showed up with the with the submarine. And before you even before we even like really got into it, as soon as you said a submarine, I I I had already said like caves have a lot of twists and turns. That's why you shouldn't just go wandering into a cave. And sure enough, like this submarine ain't going to fit in a cave because it's got a lot of twists and turns. It doesn't matter how many like uh, iPod ports your fucking submarine has, Elon. 
Mm-hmm. And then I don't get why do you call that guy a pedo? Is it because he's from Thailand? Like he's he's an American who lives in Thailand, and obviously the only reason that an American would be in Thailand is to have sex with young boys. So yeah, so he's like, "What do you know? You fuck children." Yeah, exactly. You, in big shining lights, you fuck children. Pedo guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the diver. Um, what's it? Vern Unsworth, the diver Vern Unsworth, who as of right now is a fucking hero. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> until mm-hmm. he does something problematic. <laughs> until he, know? until it turns out he is fucking children. Exactly. Literally, he's a hero until proven pedo. But he has not been proven pedo yet. Well, Elon Musk already point, apologized for calling him a pedo too. To be fair, it doesn't matter. Um, he already said. Um, Vern Unsworth said, "This is far from over." Well, I'm These just saying he doesn't need words. to be proven a pedo anymore because Elon Musk already said that, ah. like, that he didn't mean anything by saying that too. It was just some stupid billionaire shit. Yeah, pretty much he just admitted that like he that there was no basis to to him saying that. He says, um, my words were spoken in anger after Mr. Unsworth said several untruths. That yeah, was also untruths. in a tweet. Mm-hmm. Well, the billionaire was asked so what happened in an interview with CNN, Unsworth described Musk's mini submarine as useless as nothing more than a grab for attention. He said the billionaire was asked to leave the cave. Uh, here's a quote. It just had absolutely no chance cave, of working. Musk. Yeah. Musk, Musk, just leave the cave. This cave is so, much too musky. This is a no Musk zone. Right? <laughs> no, Musk zone. no Musk yeah. zone. Oh, hey. <laughs> and then they and then they hit the nene when they say that. All the divers and the boars. They also learned how to dance in the cave. Trying the boar, not to be so boring. The boars learned to dance even though they're really boring people too. I mean, they heard this podcast and they were like, shit, we got to figure something out. So here's a quote from the diver. Um, it just had absolutely no chance of working. He had no concept of what the cave passage was like. The submarine, I believe, was about five foot six long, rigid, so it wouldn't have gone round, round corners or around any obstacles. It would have made the first 50 meters into the cave from the dive start point. It was just a PR stunt. So Unsworth played an important role in the dangerous mission and helped connect British experts and Thai and Thai authorities. He was a key member of the team because of his thorough knowledge of the cave system, which he spent six years navigating. So already there, he's a first person. He has firsthand experience dealing with the cave, so he would know if that if that um, if that submarine would work. You know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah, yeah. He knew what the cave looked like, and it was the uh, it was what people expected it to expect it to happen with the submarine too. Like you said, uh, it, it, anybody that knows like it's how what a cave looks like. It's all the all the twisting passageways. You can't get a rigid metal tube through all of that. Yeah, it was literally the first thing both you and I like thought was going to be a problem, and we're we're definitely not cave experts by any stretch of the imagination. No, but cave basics, my guy. Cave yeah, basics. yeah, you know it was so obvious. Like that was just the first thing that we thought of off the top of our heads. Yeah. So I'm just going to quote, I'm just going to read these Musk quotes um, that got him into the, into the hot soup. So never saw this British expat guy who lives in Thailand and in a parenthesis, sus, you know, as in suspect Mm -hmm. at, at any point when we were in the caves, only people in sight were the Thai Navy army guys who were great. Thai Navy SEALs escorted us in, total opposite of wanting us to leave. Water level was actually very low and still not flowing. You could literally have swum to K5 with no gear, which is of how the kids got in. If not true, then I challenge, is what you said. I challenge 
this dude to show final rescue video. Huge credit to Pump and Generation team, Unsung Heroes. And then at the end, um, you know what? Don't bother showing the video. We will make one of the mini sub pod going all the way to K5, no problemo. Sorry, pedo guy, you really did ask for it. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, but Musk, Musk was saying that the uh, that the cave was um, that there wasn't even that much water now. Like now, he's saying like you you bunch of pussies. There wasn't even that much water there to begin with. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't even that full. Like I like how there's like no lack to mention that there was actually like there was a company that came out. There was a boring company that came out and they and they actually pumped water out of the cave for free. Mm, yeah, and they actually ended also, up flooding a bunch of rice fields too. There were a bunch of Thai farmers that had their that had a bunch of their fields ruined by floods, and they they allowed that to happen to to aid in the rescue of the uh, of the soccer team. Mm-hmm. So the water level was actually that much. If Elon Musk had arrived, you know when he should have arrived before more than half of the boys had been pulled out of the cave, he would have seen that the water level would have been much higher because they had actually already been pumping water out of the cave for uh, eight days yep, yep. and flooding rice field. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it pretty much. Right. <coughs> I think that's it on Musk. Right, Still see. no, uh, I, I, I didn't, I, I searched around on news and there doesn't seem to be anything, any, nothing's popping up on, uh, on Musk bringing fresh water to do, to uh, Michigan. Though, which is what he said he was going to start focusing on after this, um, mm. but so far it seems that he's just been more worried in uh, on what people think about him and trying to clear up whether um, him trying to help in rescuing the Thai boys was just a huge boner on his part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other news, man calls cop after getting hit with a hard screen while playing basketball at LA Fitness. <laughs> I was like. Uh, so this might sound like an Onion article, but this actually happened on Monday. A man called 911 after he was hit with a hard screen while playing basketball at an L.A. fitness locating in Sterling. Uh, what's VA, Virginia? VA might be the Veterans Affairs, like a, a VA, like a gym for... No, because it's Sterling VA. Oh, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. It was a Virginia man. Yeah, Sterling, All Virginia. Right. Sterling is a city of Virginia. Yeah, gotcha. Sorry about that. So it was, uh, obviously, it was the black guy who had the cops calling him for, for doing the foul. Um, Did he screen a white dude? Was it a white dude that I mean, he screened? I'm not sure if it is a white dude or not. Like, um, he looks maybe Middle Eastern? Hold but on. The, the guy that got the cops called on him is definitely black. I'm seeing the, uh, I'm seeing the picture now. Yeah, they talked to him later on. One second. And then someone, Trap Money Benny, did you read his tweet? Trap Money Benny, who was actually there, tweeted today, for the first time in my life, I experienced someone call the police because they fouled, they got fouled hard in basketball. And the it image says, was first Liberian, shared. So. Oh, yeah. And then the image was first shared by a Twitter user named at underscore Togs. Mm-hmm. And he elaborated in the thread. Everyone at the gym and dude in the black with hands folded falls from a hard pit. He gets up and tells everyone he's going to call the police and walks out leaving everyone in the gym confused. <laughs> we thought he was joking till we saw Buddy at the front desk on the phone really calling the police. Uh, and then right there, there was a sobbing. Em- he used the sobbing emoji at that point. <laughs> For real, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, shooting sleeves was not the one who called the police. He was the screener, not the screenee. So cop finally come and bring them out to the gym to talk like it was an elementary school fight. You could tell he was blown because his time was wasted. Cop leaves, and we're still left wondering why. So thankfully, the Matt Sleeves was not arrested for fouling this other man. This other skin man too hard. That was a hard foul, baby. I'm calling the police. So it looks like he might be Middle Eastern, I guess. Not that that matters, but Thomas Mulaba. 28 yeah, yeah. told Deadspin he witnessed the lead up to the screen. Oh no 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 sorry sir. Thomas Mulaba is uh is the guy is is underscore T 
T Togs, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. the screen heard round the world while waiting for the next pickup game. It's now it's now known as the screen heard round the world. Oh, I mean, he had that must have shattered him. some knees. Yeah, right. He had pushed him. Well, I'm about to watch the screen. We're about to do our reaction take on it. He had pushed him in the back before, so he got hit with a hard screen at the top of the key and flew to the ground. Got up, walked out the door. Lol. He went to the front desk and called the cop and waited for them. <laughs> he spelled, he wrote lol in this. It's hilarious. Then whacked back in and sat down. Mulaba also conducted some fantastic interviews with the bystanders and the perplexed cops. Oh, so there's also some, some interviews yeah, yeah, too. You can see the video right there. A moment then pick up history. All right, let's check. Let's watch this video. Oh, I'm just watching the video where like the. Mm-hmm. I've seen that video. Too. Oh, I see this. Yeah, look at this guy. This guy's a fucking dweeb. Look at this fucking dweeb. Yeah, yeah. Today in dweeb history. Yeah, that guy just looks like a wild fucking dweeb. The guy that caught the cops, and he's not even he's not even over there talking to the cops. Now he's not even present for the. He's already moved away because he's embarrassed. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like. Um, this is yeah, though that was definitely a Yakubian right there. This is definitely another moment in Yakubian nonsense. I don't know. I think it's. I don't think this is racism as much as just being as much as like being a little bitch. Being a little bitch. <laughs> come on. So you. So even even if a Mexican guy or a black guy is a little bitch, we're brought up knowing that like you're not supposed to call the fucking cops. You know, we don't call the cops. Mm-hmm. Black and brown people don't call the cops for a reason. Like you gotta be you gotta be some like really safe feeling white dude to just call the cops. Like what did what did he want? Did he want this guy to go to jail? Is that what he wanted too? Press assault charges, I guess, is all I can assume. But obviously he didn't, right? Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, look at that. This guy looks like uh this guy's wearing uh this guy's wearing uh fireworks themed basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. He's got rocket pop shorts. He's got red, white, and blue rocket pop shorts. I think you're confused. No, I'm watching him. Well, I, you only see his shorts for a second, but there's the at the at the at the end. He talks to the guy at the end of the video, the guy who called the cops, and he, I don't think he's wearing those colored shorts. Oh no, 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 he's talking to the other players. You're right, you're right. That's just some other guy on the court. He's talking to some other guy on the court, and he's just asking everybody, "Would you call the cops if you got fouled? Would you call the cops?" Mm-hmm. No, that's why I'm saying you're you're confused. Yeah, you're right. Here's... I confused the guy. The guy with the rocket pop shorts is just is just some other white dude on the on the court that didn't call anybody <laughs> for getting fouled. So my Here, apologies. Follow... Yeah, my apologies. To follow that my guy. link, huh? Follow my link. I'm gonna follow you. And then the first picture, it's the guy with his arms crossed. He's wearing a he, he's wearing a black shirt and like red shorts. That's the guy who called the cops. And if you watch that video all the way to the end, he um. You can see him sitting there and telling the guys, like, really? Really? That's what you did? You called the cops on a foul? <laughs> what a goddamn worm. And then speaking of this, like, of... Wait. All right. Hard screen, playing LA Fitness. Yeah, that one that says fouled, right? The video. That's the one I was watching. Yeah. You, I think you just didn't watch it to the end. I didn't. Just but... being wild brazy with with your comments there. <laughs> I'm all like, fuck this motherfucker right here. <laughs> See, this is how riots get started. So that first guy was apparently named Birdo. My shout outs to mm-hmm. Birdo. I'm sorry. I know you didn't call the cops. He asked the cop too if he's ever been called for a basketball foul. Stop snitching. Hashtag stop snitching. Hashtag stop snitching. Is he the guy that's sitting like that's sitting on the that's sitting on the ground at the end and it says why? Yeah, yeah. It's that guy. It's that guy. Well, he's a he a light skinned motherfucker. <laughs> Point being, he's a little bitch. You know. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm going to file this under Yakubian nonsense anyway. All right, file. Ching. Speaking of Yakubian nonsense, if um if you're um if you're a white dude from Virginia and you hated Black Panther because it didn't and you, because you think it didn't make sense to you and Captain America is your favorite movie, is that racist? 
Yes. Like that in itself isn't racist, but I feel like that's an opinion a racist would hold. Yes. Uh, what's the name of the guy who, the actor from Captain America? The Captain America actor? Um, let me see. Chris what? Is it Hemsworth? Let's go with that. No, Chris Evans, <laughs> dude. All right. Yeah. Chris if Hemsworth. You think the hottest person, if you think the hottest person in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Chris Evans, you're a racist. Yeah. You heard it simple. here first. Plain and simple. <laughs> Boom. All right, moving on. Sal, what was this other nonsense that you were telling me about uh, about being called a gringo? Oh yeah, I recently I recently experienced some uh, some colorism at mom's birthday party mm-hmm. after I cooked a delicious Mexican meal. Um, what did you cook? I made carne asada mm-hmm. and I made two different kind of sauces. I made a I made a you know I mean I, I made the red sauce, the salsa roja. Mm-hmm. You know the tatemada, the the one with the roasted tomatoes mm-hmm. came out pretty good. I made the green sauce with the with the serranos and the uh that one's actually more like a chimichurri you know not a traditional like green sauce mexican green sauce but still very good they loved it it was a serrano sauce that i make um all of my mom all of mom's friends uh like most of mom's friends wanted to know the recipe actually after they tried my salsas they wanted Mm -hmm. to know how i got them to come out that way so i had to narrate it to them and then uh yeah just one of mom's friends who brought like who brought the worst apple pie i've ever had in my life Who I knew, I knew by not even from at, Costco. Not, not even, even from, from Costco. It was actually from Julian. It was supposed to be like some kind of a Julian apple pie, but not the Julian apple pie company, which are dope. If you mm-hmm. get your hands on one of those Julian apple pies, they're always good. But this was this one pie that's a, that claims Julian roots, but I don't know. I don't know. It's ridiculously stacked up too. Like it's it's this mountainous pie that's got like it's got like a good like five inches of dome. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Which is dramatic and looks kind of cool, but it's just five inches of like undercooked apples. Yeah, just yeah. stacked on top of each other with no sauce or anything in there even. No sauce? No sauce. They're dry. Mm. They're undercooked. There's no syrup in there. The disrespect. The disrespect. The disrespect after she, after she ate my Mexican food that I made for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. The lady just got brazy. And when I went up to get a slice of her dry apple pie, just to be polite, she was standing there and she announced to the table that I was a gringo. Like she told everybody that. What did she, what did she say exactly? You know, who knows what the hell she was talking about? Like she just she just she just took a break from like whatever other thing she was talking about to to point out to everybody at the table that I was a gringo. Like she was just can you can you quote her just so I know? Oh, I is gringo. Ah, él es gringo. Yeah. Mm. Like literally what I just told you. It's like I know it's hard to understand. Like she just she just decided to like take a stab at me for no reason. And I mean, I just mm-hmm. looked at her and gave her just kind of like a cold look and told her I'm a, I told her in Spanish, soy chicano. You know, I'm a chicano. Mm-hmm. Which uh, for people that don't know is what would be a uh, a Mexican American. You know, a Mexican born of uh, someone of of uh, uh, someone yeah someone of Mexican descent. Who's uh who's born or raised in the United States? You know, it's a specific category. Specific you know? category, and I guess not even necessarily born in the United States, because you could have been born in Mexico and immigrated over here when you were five years old, and now you're a Chicano. It's a it's a movement and a way of life, really, man. Mm-hmm. It's in a, my eyes. It's a movement and a way of life and a culture too. Exactly, it's una cultura. Yeah, because it is a different culture. It's a different. It's different to be to be the son of an immigrant, and all the other all the other cultures kind of have. And it's also just it's also a subdivision of the. Uh, the descendants, the recent descendants of immigrants culture, you know, mm-hmm. like it feels like we have a lot in common when we talk to our friends who have uh, who have parents that immigrated from China or friends who have friends who have parents that immigrated from Africa. You know, it's kind of like a similar experience to be sons of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So what? tell me more about this situation. Oh, 
Well, yeah, so she called me a gringo. I told her I was a Chicano. At that point, we were already we were already about to leave the party. Mind you, this is in the this is in the Imperial Valley on July 4th. Our mother was born on July 4th, by the way. Hey, gang, 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 gang. So, if you don't know, in the in the valley, it's it's a hundred it's a hundred and ten degrees outside this day. Mm-hmm. So we were actually we were about to leave as it was becoming evening, and we were about to go over to once again our boy Julian's house. Our boy Julian, <laughs> Julian was at the, <laughs> Julian was at mom's birthday party with the blicky, with the blicky and the stiffy. Yeah, he brought Savannah, his girlfriend. She was there too. Shout out to savannah shout out savannah shout outs yeah so we were gonna go um we were about to just leave to julian's house to go uh to go swimming so all of this took place as i was on my way out we were just having some pie before we were gonna go leave to take a dip in the pool you know mm-hmm. and so yeah so after told i was a chicano she could tell i was upset and i went outside and to, to tell mom that we were leaving because she went um she went out to get onions for our guests because we have a mm-hmm. lot of onions at the house and, uh, yeah, I basically told her, like, hey, your friend called me a gringo over there, and that was very rude. And she started trying to make excuses for her, too. She's like, oh, what the... she just said that because you're attractive, like, because you're good-looking. And I was like, you know what? That's also a stupid fucking reason to call me a gringo. That's also racist for a completely different reason and fucked up, you know? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, if it's because I because she's because she's saying that, like, our people are so fucking ugly and I don't look like one, or, like, what's, like you, no, you're, you're, you're dumb. Like, your friend's just saying some stupid shit. Your friend's saying some wild shit off the cuff. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, I was already leaving, and then that lady was also leaving because she could tell I was upset, and she was just, like, when people, when when you call people out on saying stupid shit, they decide to just be, like, they get embarrassed, and that causes them to get upset, as opposed to, like, regretting the hurtful or hateful thing that they might have said to somebody. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, we can unpack. Why why is it, like, why is it so hurtful to call um, a Chicano a gringo, man? Like, why would that be unhurtful to you, you know? Can you unpack that? Um... Because I'm not a gringo, you know? Um, yeah, and like, why would one be called that? You know, it's like, do I have, do I, am I wearing a green uniform? Do I have blue eyes? Do I have blonde hair? Like, I mean, it's just, um, the word gringo t- to me means. Do we, do we explain what it's, what it is actually, what the word gringo means? Should we explain that real quick? I don't think yeah, we can that. talk about the history. It's basically quick. a racial slur for a white person. Mm-hmm. It started off when there was like a lot of American troops in South America, um, and, Latinos would say green go green go like go away green you know because you know green uniform what I heard that's what my grandma told me what I heard I heard a similar story which I think is actually a little more accurate where it was it's also because yeah because of uh, because of uh, US because American GIs in Latin Latin American countries but it was more because they would wear green Mm -hmm, so they're wearing green so that's where the green comes from but it's not from people telling them to go it's actually like what I heard it was because that was just like a word that they would say a lot. Like you would hear them saying "go, go, go." You know. Oh, uh, that's so that's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Not because we were saying "green go," but because they were over there. And you know, you know, that's something that that army men say a lot. You know, when you're in the army, they're like they're doing their plans and they're saying "go, go, go." Mm-hmm. So because it was yeah, something they I would mean, hear, and also they would it, probably be the ones saying "green." Yeah. America. Like, I mean, but yeah, sorry. But going back to to unpacking it, um, just give me one second to process this thought. So. It, it goes back to being uh, Latino or Hispanic raised or an immigrant raised in the United States. And the whole process of you are not Mexican, you are not American and having to deal with with the Mexicans or whatever country you're from, not thinking that you are enough and the people from whatever country you're at, not thinking that you're enough of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, definitely. And you so, know what? It's only something I've been dealing with. It, it really is something I deal with more with our family and with like and with friends of them, who is more like a, more of a middle class people too. Yeah, it's just um, more more situations of people not respecting your agency, 
maybe like not maybe projecting a little bit maybe projecting their own insecurities oh it's and, definitely a, a heavy you know projection I mean? of insecurities too because a lot of the a lot of the mexican citizens that really get mad at us for being for being american it's really it's really just a jealousy that they want to be in the united states too you know this is this is the place this is the land where people want to come to yeah we have more I mean, opportunities than them we have more more we have more opportunities for education and for money making for opening businesses just for working I mean, like it's that, and I mean, we're we're well spoken, we're well versed in English. Um, we we're fortunate enough, I suppose, to be more light skinned than many of our relatives and and our and our and our family friends. Uh, we have that quote unquote privilege, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and people might see this and have assumptions, you know. Um, but me personally, I've always felt that I understand Mexican culture much more than many people. Who who claim who claim it as their own and and call people like you or me uh, gringos or or like not or quote unquote not real Mexican or not Mexican enough you know yeah yeah and especially when it's like it's like there's just so many aspects to being Mexican like you can't or to just being anything you can't it's it it goes into the racism of um of deciding that one that there are just a certain things that make you of a certain culture and that and that's it you know when you're when you're seeing it and that just results in you seeing it through your own through your own, through a scope of your own life too, mm-hmm. which is being, which is just, it's just being very centric. Like for example, a lot of these people that call me, a lot of the people that would want to call me a gringo or a pocho or question my my knowledge of my own culture, like we could we could go into a kitchen and I can cook up I can cook up almost any kind of Mexican dish that you want. You know, I've got I've got more of a knowledge and a mastery of Mexican cooking than a lot of your grandmas do. You know, mm-hmm. just plain facts yeah just plain facts i know more about more about mexican food than a lot of people that have been born deep in mexico because maybe Mm -hmm. they didn't take an interest in it and that's just that's an aspect of our culture that i'm really versed at so and i also just wouldn't go so far as to say that like your mexicanness is gonna be solely derivated by how much knowledge you have on your cultural food too you know Mm -hmm. exactly it's there's so much um, there's so much associated with being, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That for someone to accuse you of not being is just disrespectful, you know, which is why. Yeah, exactly. That's some, a good way of putting it. Which is why like uh, someone just calling you a gringo is just completely like blowing off the fact that you are, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I'm a fully realized, well-rounded individual. I'm a human and this is part of my identity and you got to respect my agency you know it's just it's simple yeah and that's what that's why um that's why someone or you or myself might get annoyed at this situation and it's it's a consistent struggle that immigrants that first generation immigrants always have to deal with whether you're from mexico whether you're from africa whether you're from jamaica um, Jam- yeah jamaica whether you're from the caribbean um, you're always going to have to deal with the with not being enough in any situation, and that's why it's. <laughs> I hate to be in my feelings about it, but that's why it's hurtful. You know. <laughs> Are you all up in your feelings right now? No, I mean, I, I mean, just, just, uh, just uh, male, male. Um, what's it called? Um, just. Whoa! What the fuck? What's this sound going on? You don't know what it is. Yeah, but why are you playing it? Because you're in your feelings. Let's not do that. That sounds terrible. Sorry. It sounds terrible. Sorry. Uh, I was trying to make a point about toxic masculinity, and then you did this. <laughs> <laughs> 
then you do then you do me like this why you do me like this <laughs> sorry why you gotta fight with me a cheesecake hmm? why you gotta fight with me a cheesecake yeah exactly but yeah um i'm not i'm not all up in my feelings but toxic masculinity makes me say that i am yeah for sure what i was trying to say um but as as the singer chavela vargas said los mexicanos nacimos donde nos da la pinche puta gana there you go mm-hmm. what does that mean you don't know I mean, I thought for our non-speak, non-Spanish-speaking guests, oh, we could translate okay. it. Uh, Mexicans are born wherever the fuck we want to be born. There you go. Because um, she was she was born in Costa Rica, but she is heralded as uh, one of the great Mexican singers of our time. Uh, she was also homies with and uh, allegedly dated Frida Kahlo. So Ooh. if you doubt if you doubt her her fucking her if you don't put respect on that name, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Hot Soup. If you want to get a hold of us, you can find me at Manny Grins on Twitter, at Manny Grins on Instagram. That's M-A-N-N-Y-G-R-I-N-Z. And I'm at Sakasal Pi on Twitter. That's S-A-K-A-S-A-L-P-I. And I'm also just at Sakasal on Instagram and at Chef Sakasal also on Instagram. If you want to message us about the show directly, you can find us on Twitter as well. We are at Hot Soup Boys. If you want to send us a pre-recorded voice message that we can play on the show, you can find us at anchor.fm forward slash hot soup. If you just want to send us an email, you can email us at hotsoupboys at gmail.com. Before we end, as always, I want to give a special shout out to Good Time Girl for providing us for the intro and outro song. The song is called Virginia off of their titles album. You can find them on Spotify. I highly recommend you do because they're fantastic and Sal plays guitar on that band. I do. What's the what's the what's the IG for At that band? Good Time Girl SD. Right on. So remember, respect my agency, respect my brother's agency, respect people's agency. You're actually gonna get duffed out. Is that a good ending, Sal? Is that a good sign off? Wow. Wow.